0: Welcome, everybody, to another fabulous edition of the Heat Ratio. I'm your host, Tony Cotillo at t 23 joined, as always, by my co-host, John Coker at PGHJohn36 on this glorious, sunny Wednesday yep. when the grass is green, yep, which just means spring is right around the corner. I'll be poolside before we know it. That's all I'm worried about. Get the cover off the pool. I want to sit out the deck. Maybe we'll do the show at poolside one day. I, I'm I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Why not? Right. I mean, that's the. I I, I hate the winter. I just can't stand. I, nothing good comes out of the winter. Everything's bad in the winter. Everything. Am I wrong? You're I, I completely wrong. I, I
1: I love our weather. I'll tell you what. You get a little taste of everything. You get your ninety <laughs> plus degree summer. You get your snow. And stuff in the winter, which hey, I, I like. I don't like the slop
0: that's left over. I was gonna but, say, I mean, hey,
1: I like them snowy days. Go out shovel me. the snow a little bit. You know what I mean? Not May, me. Maybe have a glass of wine or two.
0: When I when I first moved from the city to the Burbs, and uh, we had, I swear to God, it was like, I think I was here a week, and we had like these two back to back snowstorms. I think it was in 2010. And uh, we got like eighteen inches one weekend. Uh, yeah. well, I right. Think we had three of them big yeah. storms all in like. And a month. I walked outside with a shovel, and my neighbor was like, "Yo, go put that back <laughs> now." He's like, "You're either that's not going to work up here." So, uh, you know, eventually that year I had to go out and get a snowblower. But man, I was like, I was not built for this. Man. I just got my snowblower.
1: I think uh, last year I went. 15, Did you really? Fifteen years shovels. Doing not only mine, but also my two neighbors. You yep. know what I mean? Gotta, that's that's gotta, a lot, gotta help Got to help your neighbors out. That's a lot, kids. And kids are spoiled nowadays. Like, yep, they don't even go. Like, no, I, nobody's I, going door to door. No, nah, remember that? You get, make yeah. ten bucks here. You'll, you'll see one pair of kids out doing it, and everybody yeah. else has snow covered yeah. everywhere. <laughs> it's like, come I, on, guys. I,
0: I remember, I remember one year, and God bless her soul, man. I, you know, Mrs. Paul. She was my, one of my neighbors, and obviously, rest in peace. She's she's uh, passed uh, a long time ago, but. When we had the ice storm, and I think I was like twelve, and my mom was like, "Go over to Mrs. Paul and get all the ice off her car." I said, "Okay." I didn't know what I was doing. Brand, dude, brand new Cadillac. I had the scraper. I was just pounding oh the scraper my goodness. all over the car. Oh my it was <laughs> dude. There were scratches. I had no idea what I was doing, but all the ice came off, right? So I was happy. But Mrs. Paul wasn't too happy. <laughs> you think? But. Oh, on a broader note, uh, you know we're we're getting into the spring training, which is uh, that that's just, I love baseball. I love baseball weather. Citizens Bank Park, yep. such a great establishment. You go down there, right? Um, hang out, tailgate, go to the games. It's it's just such a fun atmosphere. Great park, great food. That'll be here before we know it. Phillies are in spring training. Uh, young team, interesting manager. Uh, I wasn't really planning on talking about the Phillies, but. I heard one interesting. I think we have to, yeah, right? we do. Bit. But I, there's so much stuff going on. We always we have an hour, yeah. right? We, we we never get the everything we want to get to. But I heard this interesting. Uh, it was not a statistic, but an idea by Mister Kapler who said he brings umpires to spring training. So ex- right. all the pitchers are warming up with um, with legitimate umpires, not coaches call, like legitimate umpires. Dude, this this guy, I, I don't know if, like, I don't even know what to take on him. Like, it's just a nice change. but Well, like, the easiest way I could say,
1: he's a strange bird. Oh, you, and, yeah. And good, good, good or bad is TBD. I mean, he, I will say that the things that he does, he doesn't do it just for no reason. I mean, this guy, he he's doing things because there's data, numbers, or something behind it. Now, whether or not it actually plays out and works, you know, through the season or with the team, but hey, having those umpires, it can't hurt. Nah. You know what I mean? It certainly can't hurt. Playing music while you're warming up, I don't think that makes players any less focused. You know what I mean? I, it, I do that with kids, right? So, I mean, I think there, you know, there's a lot of small little things he's trying out, and I mean, I think it's good. Now, he may he may get a. A little crazy, having like a protein shake day on Fridays or well, something,
0: or I I don't know because I know Patty well, Patty days, yeah, days. Well, I, yeah, and I know
1: <laughs> I hey I know he's he's a health nut and you know he you know he he's very into making sure that the players are ready for the season, their bodies are ready, and he may go. A little off the wall. Who, who knows? Maybe he'll have these guys doing yoga. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. But bringing DDP. Yeah, you, you have no idea. But, I mean, I think a lot of this stuff, as long as the players are on board and they think it helps, you know what I
0: mean, why not? I know Franco's happy. Oh, yeah. Soon, as soon as he came out and said, I don't believe in getting to the park at 6 o'clock. I believe letting the guys sleep it all that. Franco was like, Jackpot, dude. You know what I mean? That guy couldn't make it in anyway. Now, now he's gonna stay out even later. But now, you know what? It, it it almost feels like, and I hate to bring him up, but it almost feels like a Chip Kelly kind of vibe. Like when Chip came in here and he, you know, revitalized, he went to revolutionize all the players, and you know, these, these new. It was a little different though because he was a college coach, and at least Gabe actually played the game. I think he he knows the players a little better. But it's gonna be interesting to see how it works. But. I mean, just, just all in all, I mean, you know, the Phillies, uh, I, I still think they're a year away. Um, I still think they have a nice nucleus of pieces there. Uh, you know, it's going to be nice to see them play. Um, you actually go to the ballpark, and we're not going to be bored by some of these, these, like, ridiculous, like, Henry Blanco. and I, I don't want to see these right. guys anymore, right? You want to see the young guys, which is good. Kingery again, three for three the other day. Hit hit, hit the game winning home run against the Yankees. This guy is going to force them to make decisions they don't want to make. Okay, this guy is going to need to play, and he's showing he's the real deal. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, you you already have Nick Nick Williams in the outfield. You got Altiers probably your fourth outfielder. Oh, Herrera obviously because uh, you're paying him right. So you got Hoskins who's up. You got uh, Caesar Hernandez. You got Franca. I mean. These guys, I mean, you got a really nice nucleus of talent on his Alfaro. It's just a pitching. Um, Noah was announced as the opening day starter, which no I, surprise there. No, and and I like Aaron, but he's a number three on any other team. He's not a number one. I mean, I, I think, think he's, he's, a, he's a even a number two, don't no, you? I I think he's a. I think he's a two. Uh, I think he's a two. I don't think he has the stuff to be a two. That's just my opinion. But hey. Agree to disagree. It's all good. I mean, that's what we're here for. But um, I think they do land Ariata. I think they'll sign Ariata. They'll sign Jake. Uh, I, I think hope that's going to be huge. I, I you know, it, it's it's all about the years. He's a Scott Boris client, right? You you see what he got for um, uh, help me out, uh, the the Chinese guy. Oh, um, Otani. No, no, not the other the, the other guy from Texas. Why? Why? I'm drawing a blank here. I'll figure it out in a minute, but. Um, Chew. no, 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 no. But, uh, you know, he got a lot of money. He's going to be looking for, he's looking for six years. He's not going to get six years. Well, yeah, I think that's a, that's Is, a big, he, I mean,
1: yeah. Arietta, he's a guy that, I mean, I think he's a solid pitcher. I think he would do good with the fills. In terms of fantasy, I don't trust him necessarily to go back to what he did two years ago or whatever when he was, you know, running for the Cy Young. I don't think that's quite the pitcher no. he is. No, not at all. But I mean to add him to I would say him paired with Nola is huge, you know what I mean, for that team. I still think I mean he's a great pitcher. Now he uh, fantasy wise, you know, he's not sitting in that top tier by any means like no. he like he was no. going in drafts a couple years ago but in terms of Major League signing. But I also don't trust them for that long-term contract. You know what I mean? You That's the like problem. Dead money, years. right? Dead I mean, money. That's, that's a long time. Five years, eh.
0: I say I like, three years with a four option. Yeah. That's what uh, I'm looking I think at. that's
1: perfect because that also sets you up to see if you could attract some of the free agents next year and get you a good base. If you could get a decent ways above 500. I mean, if you're if you're in the wild card discussion going into – let's just say early august or something you know what i mean you get you're still in that discussion a few uh oh, yeah. you know now now you got guys all right look they got this young talent they came on they showed what they could do and we're one to two pieces away
0: for from getting in the playoffs he's the horse right he's that horse you know uh, you know, I, I say they're one year away because I, I'm looking down the road here and I'm saying, okay, so if we get through this season, I think we we may be able to compete for a wild card. It's all going to depend on the arms. That's what it's all going to depend on. So even if we don't, okay, we go into next year, say you sign Jake, and it's going to be year two. I think there's a big possibility you bring back Cole Hamels next year. He's going to be a free agent. Um, I think he comes back, signs like a three-year deal. This is his last hurrah. You got two. You got two mentors up there, right? One, two. You got Nolan, which puts him in a number three spot. Maybe two guys step up, right? I think you got a solid rotation now to compete. I really do. So, you, well, Darvish. If- by the way, you, Darvish, is who I was thinking of. Oh, oh, oh. He's a Boris yeah. client. He got paid. Yeah. He got paid, and I think. Bo- I think Bo- hey, Boris is looking for the same kind of contract for Jake. I, I just don't think he's going to get it. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, I think a lot of the a lot of the young Phillies that we got to see who they are. You know, what I mean, this team if yeah. if they all come quickly and come to their potential, I mean, you're competing this year. You got so yep. many young guys, yep. and you don't know how long the progression is going to take. Just because you get called up and play as a 22 year old or whatever, you could be in the big leagues three years, and everybody. It, Oh, he still hasn't done nothing. He's a bust. Dude, he's only twenty five. You know what I mean? So you have exactly. to you have, you have to check those things. So but at some point, you know, the thing's gotta pan out. Because I will say, even the Phillies roster as it is now, there's a lot there's a lot of guys that could be, you know, all star caliber players. Could be. You know what I mean? And you gotta see how they're gonna come through. Hoskins, I mean, it, you know, is is he the Phillies' biggest star right yes. now? Right. Yes. So, but I'm saying him in terms of you look at the other playoff caliber teams, he doesn't quite compare with the biggest star. You know what I mean? You guys got we don't got, know that yet. Well, no, that's that's right? exactly my point. No, that's that's exactly my point. You're right. You got eight guys. If Franco comes through and starts busting out thirty home run. You know, seasons again. If Santana does what he's done over his career, if Althair comes out and he was a hot prospect, if Duble could keep up what he's doing, if Hoskins keeps up his pace, I mean, there's a lot a, of ifs if, there, brother. A lot well, of ifs. No, but that's exactly what it is. I mean, this team, the they could be well under 500 or they could be well over 500. You know what I mean? It's going to be... And and it's not just going to be one guy. You're not going to have, let's just say, Al breaks out and all of a sudden that pushes... You need a few of these guys to really break out and I'm not saying that they can't. I absolutely think they can and they will. It's just, you got eight guys, you need five of them to show their potential.
0: You You know what I mean? I mean, not to get on a a huge tangent about the Phillies, but you mentioned... You know, you mentioned superstars, and obviously you mentioned the lineup. But I mean, you said thirty home runs. I mean, you think about this, right? I mean, you have Santana can hit thirty. Yep. Hoskins can hit thirty. Yep. Franco can hit thirty. He, yeah, he. Can. I'm about to say he yeah. can't. I mean, they're capable, right? Right. And you and you could get between Altier and Williams. You're going to get thirty. Although, yeah,
1: although, well, at least those guys will hit. Twenty to twenty-five on their own, and
0: Alfaro. I mean, this isn't like. Alfaro,
1: right? Alfaro is a power right. hitter, another, right? Another guy
0: that has the potential. You know what I mean? He I mean, you're you're the, talking. I mean, you're talking a lineup of straight power with a guy like Hernandez and Herrera at the top of the lineup. Setting in the pay. I mean, I'm guessing they go one two, right? I mean, I mean I, I'm guessing they go one two, and then considering what do you do everyone three, be,
1: everyone or, behind them except for uh, Santana is going to be batting like two fifty. Well, what do you do? do? You
0: put Franco five, or do you put him three? I don't put him three. What's well, how you are going to put Santana three? You got to put Hoskins I, four. I would probably go with Crawford in the two. No,
1: over over Hernandez. Well, who do you have? Lee? I, I I go
0: Herrera. I like.
1: Well, I mean, you could do that. I don't mind him in a three hole, truthfully.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, but with Hoskins, all these with power bats, so you got You have to have a power guy three.
1: Oh.
0: Right? You don't necessarily have to. I mean,
1: there, there's team. I mean, I don't know. Where's Cano batting nowadays? Ain't he a three hitter? He's not necessarily a a huge power guy. I mean, Oduble will get you 20. No,
0: but I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking back like, you know, obviously I don't, I different also, players, no, but when the Phillies it's, won, it's right?
1: three, I still want a guy that's going to hit for a def- decent average. That's it. That's where I'm getting at. I want a guy. Oh, Santana, I, can hit, yeah,
0: Santana can yeah, hit, Santana can hit 280. could be your, he could be your three hole hitter. Franco's not a three hole hitter. No, he's more five, six. Yeah, he's five. I right. think he's five. And then, and then maybe you put Nick Williams a, at six. Well,
1: that's what it is. When you get the, when you get those, you know, those middle infielders are usually those are your speed guys. Yep. Those are your guys that they're, you're not looking for power. You're yep, looking for your contact. your So, I mean, you look at ninety percent of the middle infield spots. You're either a stellar leadoff hitter. You know what I mean, with little power and speed, or you go back to the seven, eight, nine spot. You know what I mean? That like that's what middle infield is. If you hit for a good enough average, you got speed, you could draw walks, you're going to be up at the top of the lineup. And a lot of times, you'll have guys start down in the seven hole and then experiment in lineup changes. Boom, they're in the two hole. Vice versa, you got a guy in the two hole, you're waiting on him for a month. Dude's not doing nothing but batting two forty. They bump him down to the seven hole. You know what I mean? It's some of it's playing the hot hand, and when you get that hot hand, you stick with it as long as it's working.
0: No, you're right. you're right. Listen.
1: And the, I mean, yeah, the power spots are three, four, five, but I don't know. I'm just a guy on that. And that three hole, I would rather have a better average guy that'll give me 25 homer pop than a
0: 30 plus homer pop, but only batting a 260. Well, either way, the one good thing is we're sitting here and we're talking about it. People are looking forward to it. You know, people are looking forward to going to the park, putting the game on. It's not going to be that drawn out, boring game anymore. You actually have some young talent, homegrown talent, we get to watch. So that you know, that's a big thing. You know, you mentioned power. So let's let us let us swing courts a little bit. We talk about real power, right? The team that's on the top of the power rankings right now, in my in my mind, maybe ESPN. They want to put New England up there, but hey, we want a freaking Super Bowl, so we should be number one. Okay, and the Eagles are constantly. I mean, this is going to be a very weird off season. There's going to be a lot of big decisions to make, right? A lot of big decisions to make. Who to sign? We talked about it a little last week. Who to sign? Who to release? You know, who to trade? Who? You know, so many different. You know, so my biggest concern is I keep looking at this linebacker situation. I keep looking. What do you do? And the reason why I ask is because you you have a kid. In in Hicks and Jordan Hicks, obviously, who you drafted, uh, I think it's third round, third round. I think you drafted him. Uh, some people said kind of high. Some people said he could have been higher if it wasn't because he was injury prone, which he's already shown right yep. here in his fright in his first year. So he's coming off an Achilles injury. Okay, listen, I know he's young. I'm gonna throw a name out there though, the you know, Demarco Ryan's. You know, when when he had the Achilles injury, right, he was never the same. And it scares me because you got a lot invested in this kid. So that's why I bring up the linebacker situation with Nigel Bradham. What do we do with Nigel Bradham? Okay, here's a guy who Jim Schwartz has a lot of faith in. He was in Buffalo, comes over to Philly. Uh, You know, he's had some off-the-field issues. They're well-documented. It is what it is. He was the main signal caller in this stretch run for the Eagles. He played phenomenal. The only thing I I, I question is, 29 years old, and he's going to want a three to four year deal. Okay, we keep talking about dead money. We're getting in, you know, we're getting into this in, in into this realm of who do we pay, who we let go. And the only reason why I say this, I think it was a good segue with the Phillies, is because we don't want to get caught into the 2008 trap, right, where we're paying everybody. And we're paying everybody at 30 years old, and everything becomes dead money. I know football's a different animal, okay? But that's what it brings me to. I personally, I think you have to sign him because I think he knows the system. I looked up some things. You got guys like Zach Brown out there, another guy, 28 years old, okay? These guys are all 28, 29. The one guy, Avery Williamson, I mean, he's out there. Do you know? Do you take a guy like that? I don't know. He's 26. He's had a decent career already. Um, you know, he's a younger guy. You gain about three, four years. I don't know. I say you sign Bradham and you draft somebody. I I say you take a linebacker in the first round. If you move back, you take him in the second round. But I think that's I think that's the play. I don't know. What you about you? Oh, uh, I I would say it's a, it's a draft
1: thing. I mean, unless you could get somebody on on the cheap you know what I mean, to uh, plug in there, which, yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing really sticking out that's, that's on the free agents. You know, like you said, if you're going to go and get a Zach Brown or somebody that's comparable age, what's the point? You know what I mean? You already got a right. guy that's been and, in there, so that, that makes exa- no sense. Exactly. I mean, you mentioned Avery Williamson. I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan. I mean, one guy you didn't mention, and I don't know if he could slide into that spot with that, uh, Tahir Whitehead.
0: I, I looked at Tahir Whitehead, but so I, I wasn't sold on Tahir.
1: Yeah, I well, the point is he's twenty seven, so at Detroit least it, guy, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, he's a guy. He's, he's but I, my, I would say draft, and I, you, you said first round. There, I, I just feel that linebacker. When you're talking about the draft, a lot of times I feel like the linebacker position you can have a lot of hidden gems oh, fall into the second, third round. I disagree.
0: I, that's I just my gut feel. Yeah, I think you've been talking to Andy Reid. Talk about Andy Reid, no, those I, second I've been, round gems. I've been, I've been I, let, talking hold to on. The
1: Pittsburgh Steelers for wait a minute, for my lifetime.
0: Uh, let, let, let's throw a couple names for you out here for these Andy Reid late round gems: Quinton Caver, Stiff, right? <laughs> Barry Gardner, Stiff. Okay, these guys never even, it, they, they stunk, and we were we were giving this whole oh we're gonna wait we're, we're you know Ray Farmer. Okay, he might have even have been a uh, Ray Rhodes guy, but I mean, all these weak linebackers that you know that that we brought in here that went late round steal. I'm tired of that. I want a beast. If you're going to draft somebody, okay, right now on this on this team, okay, that that's technically what you're missing the most is a game a game breaking highlight linebacker. I honestly feel that. Okay, your corner is iffy. I still think you need a corner, but you need a big time linebacker, and I I don't know if Bradham's that guy. Okay, but you, I don't think he's big time. He's, but you he's, have to he's, sign he's him as that guy, right? Well, right? right, right. You have to sign him as that. Guy. I think I think everybody's in agree. It's just the money. Okay, yep. it, it, it scares me. The money scares me. Okay, obviously, I you know again it's all about the cap right and 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 Mike our a good pal monkey goog checks in and he says same thing resign Nigel he has trust in Howie Roseman says howie roseman's learned from Joe Banner the best bean counter in the business uh you know I kind of agree with that but the problem is you got a lot of people to pay this year uh, I it, it, it's That's something's gonna have to give you
1: uh, yep well that hey when you that's what it is when you win the big game when you start going deep into the playoffs you know what I mean year after year things just you know what I mean this guy that he wasn't even um, just, let's just say he wasn't a top 10 difference maker on your team but every other team out there that stinks is looking at this guy who's a free agent who just played for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion right, right? Yep. and and played very very well during that run and they're looking at this guy well maybe hey may, they're not willing to pay him guess what I'll pay this guy I ain't got nothing to lose I'm under the cap I got you know I don't have anything else I'm taking this guy and that's what starts getting you picked over because now you got to plug what is was already potentially a hole with a
0: with a worse off guy you know what I mean But about it could be your team it could be the Steelers they're looking for a linebacker you don't know it was Shazier they, right they I'm they just didn't. saying it could be but they no they they ain't gonna no they ain't gonna sign
1: a free agent linebacker.
0: You don't think so? No. I you no know, no yeah. who you know who I think that has written all over them. Navarro Bowman. I think that I, has that the skill I would not, written all over him.
1: I would not be surprised with that. I mean he he's getting up there. he's thirty. I'll, let me tell you, I will take him.
0: I'll I like take him. him.
1: I like him. I always like he's How a you? Penn State grad. I like him. He's a Penn State grad, so hey, that that's right in uh Pennsylvania for him. You know what I mean? You guys are
0: in the rear view now looking at us anymore, oh, so I'm not even worried about that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> give me, I, I, that's Yo fine. like that, it and, all yeah, comes and, out. We can talk now, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. It, it, we can well, talk. Enjoy your nine months, dude. Uh, I, <laughs> Okay. All I says my quarterback they call me out with ice packs all over them and and, and like mummy wrap in the preseason. So, I I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. All right, and I'm just throwing it out at least my Here quarterback finished standing on the field. Uh, well, he was our quarterback that finished as MVP. Well, man. I'm, hey, not, I'm one of them. DJ, hey, Just we start saying.
1: throwing blows. We start throwing blows. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, in, in the end, you in the end, you got me with the ring. So <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: but that's all right. That's all right. That's nah, all good. You know, speaking of quarterbacks, our boy Blake Bortles. I say our boy because if anybody plays fantasy football that one year with 2015, everybody thought, hey. This guy, 30-something touchdowns, 4,500 yards. Here we go. Blake Bortles, how many people got screwed in that draft in 2016 where they, they took him in the first or second round, and yep. he was a stiff. Listen, Jacksonville re-signed him. Three years, $54 million. I don't know how you, it's very hard to doubt Tom Coughlin. This is a good thing going out there. I honestly – I see why. People are surprised. I see why they signed him, okay? His deal averages $18 million a year, right? But people still, they're surprised. He's 26 years old. He started 61 out of 62 games, okay? The guy shows he, he's a warrior, right? He can play. He only has a quarterback rating at 80. Not spectacular. We know that. But when you look at the money he's getting, I'm going to go two names at you. So if you're Jacksonville and you're saying to yourself, listen, I'm probably going to... They're probably going to... They will draft a quarterback this year. A guy... I'm not saying first round, but a guy that they'll probably groom. Okay? Who We'll see what happens. But if they're looking for a quarterback and you're like, I'm going to pay Blake Bortles $18 million a year. Or do I pay Case Keenum $20 million a year, which he's projected to get. Or A.J. McCarron $19 million a year. You really have no choice. You actually got a discount. Because this guy knows the system. He did play decent last year. He was one of the main reasons why they were where they were, and they could have beat New England. Okay, there's a reason why. So I I don't know. What do you think? I don't he's, think it's a bad deal. No, I don't think it's a bad deal. He's still young
1: enough. Uh, ah, to, absolutely, I mean, he, he, he can turn a corner. And you know, I, I don't know, how how many years have you been in the league now? uh 4 yeah, 4 yeah yeah i mean four it, years. at first year you're a rookie second year you're getting acclimated know what you're doing third year you're starting to actually get more advanced in you know what i mean your pickups your reads your personnel your routine playing the the full season you know so to me it's not shocking he yeah he played very well this past year and I'm almost going to put it to a comparison and not from contract perspective, and I and this is a way better deal, but I'm putting it like Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, he was there. I mean, obviously, he went and won the Super Bowl, signed that ridiculous, ridiculous. contract, which I knew the minute it was signed oh, you was, knew it was a bad huge deal. mistake. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? He it's was, killed him. It's yeah, killed the well, They're They're paying him like he's a Pro Bowl quarterback, and all he did was ma- manage a game with a great defense and a run game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but he, I he, mean, in reality, that's kind of what Blake Bortles did this year. He did. He was much better with his reads. I'll give you that. He a he was he was running the ball when he needed to, and it helps when you have a spectacular defense. You know what I mean? Which they did. So, yes. from Jacksonville's perspective, look, we did all this. We got the AFC Championship game with this guy. I don't know how much better I could do out there. Let's see what the what this guy got. We are one game away from the Super Bowl. And if that contract's not killing you, it's 3 years.
0: 3 it, years it, it, is,
1: exactly. is ideal. You do that at that low price. Hey, if you still want him in 3 years, then go pay him money. And if he don't work out,
0: so you're grooming someone else. I, uh, I, I think it's a good move for yeah, them. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I I know they, you know, obviously they could have been, you know, they could have looked at a guy like Kirk Cousins. Okay, I know we didn't mention him because I was looking at numbers, but uh, Kirk Cousins is going; he's going to be the highest paid quarterback, okay, in yeah. the league, yeah, which is ridiculous. But okay, it, that's it, it's the way ridiculous, it works. and I get it. I know that's the market, but and I, I heard it. I I seen a stat the other day that the Jets, um, Jets are really interesting. Cousins and so the Vikings, and are talking about him getting sixty million guaranteed in the first year. And that's that's insane, dude. That is. crazy. Crazy, sixty million for Kirk Cousins, and, and and this brings me back to the Eagles. So just think of what Carson Wentz is going to get from the Eagles, okay? And that's why I keep saying, watch, you know, a lot of people, okay. I, I'm not going to get long with it on this, okay? But a lot of people with the Nick Foles talk again, you know? Do we trade him? We need to keep. We need to keep them People, listen, I get it. I know you want an insurance policy. But at the end of the day, good teams like the Patriots, they win multiple trophies. Why? Because they let older players go or they let players go when they peak and they get younger players in return that can play on the cheap. That's how you win in the NFL behind a guy like Tom Brady, okay, who is a guy like Carson Wentz who's going to get paid, okay? So you need to surround him with good, young, cheap players, okay? So we need as many of them as we can get. Because these numbers are just going to keep going up and up and up. And $30 million for Kirk Cousins. Carson Wentz will probably get $40 million by the time he signs his next deal. So, it's just the, the numbers are astronomical. I'm just saying you have to look ahead. You're, you you really do. And when you look at the top
1: ten contracts, you know what I mean, of, of what they're... You, you see know, some of those bad. names on there? Yeah. Well, I, but that's what it is. Guys nowadays in... You never know. You take a shot. You think you got your guy. You pay him like because he had a good year. Um, cars, car, perfect example. He's up and now. May you don't know that he's necessarily a bust yet. You know what I mean? But he's a guy. I don't think he's a bust bust. No. All. Well, and I'm not saying complete bust. But people he did, talk about. Put that it though. this way: two years ago, he had a good season. He was up and coming. The whole Raiders and him injuries to him, injuries to Cooper. Call it what you want. They didn't perform up to expectations this past year, but you look at the contract, and you know I don't know where's he where's he ranked there? He's number uh, for Derek Carr. Yeah, he's number five, fifth highest paid quarterback.
0: Top five. You know what
1: I mean? That's, that's a team trying to lock up a guy that has the potential to be the long term answer. You know what I mean? I feel that Stafford and Kirk Cousins have proven that they can be a long term answer. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily winning the big games and winning playoff games. They're good quarterbacks, they put up stats. They you know what I mean? I think they're good quarterbacks. Do they have the heart and the drive to make a playoff run? That I don't know. But I I mean, I'm even okay with Cousins making what he does when I look at half these other guys. I mean, in reality, there's not too many quarterbacks in the league that can pass the ball like he does. I mean, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that. So, I I, mean, I don't he's do soft. I do I yes I agree with you he's and soft. that's why I said I don't think him and Sa- yeah, Stafford he's, he's, Stafford's a I tough. like Stafford I do too but I still don't think that he has what it takes to lead them in a deep playoff run I like Stafford but year after year they end up eight and eight nine yeah, and seven that's sneak their in
0: stink well, well to I, Paul well he's a, he's a fraud well guess
1: what if you he's have a a, if you have a quarterback that is that good and is that a leader that much of a leader, you should be able to overcome X number of head I don't head know coaches. about that, man. For how, for how I long don't he's know been about tenured that. there and the talent that they had, sometimes it's the players that run the show because obviously their coaches didn't know squat
0: about what they were doing. Nah, I, I don't disagree. So who? You, so if you're starting a franchise and you can take Cousins or, or Stafford, who you roll with? Oh, I'm taking Stafford. Oh, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer, right? Stafford. Yeah, you have yeah. to. You have to. Yeah.
1: You have to. But I have no pro I would take Cousins over Garoppolo. Just because I still... Don't. I'm a guy... What? I'm a guy that I uh. I want to see, and this is just me, I want to see years of performance. And I'm not saying six, seven, eight years. Wow. I want to see at least two years of performance. Now, obviously, when when you're running a, a true NFL team, you're drafting on whatever, college performance or or whatever. You can't... I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about that. But... Garoppolo, he's been riding the bench. Granted, behind the goat, he's been riding the bench. He played great in San Francisco, and I, believe me. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to be wrong. That's fine. I'm I am risk adverse more than anything. I'm not a risk taker, so I know what I have in Cousins. <laughs> I don't know I'm what I have taker. in Garoppolo. You know, Garoppolo
0: is mean? going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this year. Yeah, maybe top three. Said that maybe top three. Yeah,
1: I know. Uh, I've, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, you write say, that down ah, and book ha. that.
0: I'll tell you that right now. So, talk about leaders and toughness. Okay, I, I, I have to touch on this next subject. I have to. And I know, forgive me people, I know it may have been beaten to a pulp already. Okay, but it's on every station. It's on every billboard now. It's on every news channel. It's it's the talk. You have, it's the greatest player in the world. Okay? LeBron James. And I just got to ask why. Why not? LeBron Why I thought last week when we talked about this, I thought I was gonna get off my chest But then I got more and more people calling about oh, You know, he's gonna kill the process and uh, you know, this is not what Sam Hickey intended And this he's gonna come in and he's gonna take over this town. You're goddamn, right? He's the best player in the friggin world right now you take him listen I'm just going to say this, for all the truthers out there, for all the process people, I get it. The process is working, right? The process has been done and it has been used for this specific purpose. They specifically said, not only are you going to get pieces, but you're going to get assets, assets and pieces to attract superstars that come sign here. Okay. That's what this is. We're attracting a guy like LeBron James. I'm not saying I honestly think, in my gut, he is going to come here. Okay, so I put a poll. Okay, we on, on the heat rate at the heat ratio on Twitter. Uh, we had you know decent, decent, uh, decent outcry for it. Okay, and all I asked was, is LeBron enough? That's the question. Not is he going to come here. I'm just going to say, listen, say he is coming here. Is he enough? That's it. Is he enough, or does he need another piece to win a championship? I feel he needs another piece. I don't think it's enough. Okay, I think he needs another piece.
1: I I guess it depends what kind of piece you're talking. Do I think it's I? Yeah, I think it's enough. That's not. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. But if you got him Simmons in uh, Embiid, I'll it's put not the, enough. Well, I it's not I, enough, ta- man. And all you need are some pieces to fill in the other holes.
0: It's and, not that and, easy. It's not that well. Listen. You have to beat Golden State. This is the issue. I'm not saying get, you're going to get out of the East with LeBron, but you cannot beat Golden State with three guys. They have five. You need another piece. Okay? Embiid, Simmons, and Braun are not enough. You need a PG-13. You need a Kawhi Leonard. That's what you need here. In my eyes, I, re- I really do. Now, Mike Mikey Goose agrees with you. Mikey Gook says LeBron is... The LeBron completes the process. He feels that's all we need. I, I totally disagree. Uh, you know, uh, guys are good friends on Wildfire, 215, 215 Sports last night. I was listening to their show, 215 Live. Okay, I was listening to John. John agreed with me. Frankie's on another level. He's a truther. He's out there saying, I don't want LeBron worried about this. I'm worried about that. Devon Givens came on for 97.5. seven five. said, how do you not want this guy? Listen. This is what we've been wanting, right? This is what we've been wanting. Just think about AI. Think about how hard AI worked because he was it, right? And I understand people are going to say because he couldn't play with anybody. Okay, but still, just think about that. Think if he had another piece in his prime. Jordan. Jordan was home. You know, this was a great point. And I think John, John Croyd mentioned this on 215 last night. One of those guys on the show talked about Jordan. Jordan was a homegrown guy, right? North Carolina drafted by Chicago. When did they start winning? When Scottie Pippen came, they didn't draft Scottie Pippen; they signed Scottie Pippen, a piece. Okay, another piece. Listen, Bron can't do it by himself. Okay, Ben is a scorer; he's not a shooter. Embiid is going to clog the middle up. Okay, but you need another guy. That's all I am saying. And because the the end game here is to beat Golden State. That's just my that's my take on it. Yeah, I, I I
1: feel that those three, with what you have in place for the other guys, I I think that's good enough. To, and like you said, who knows? But I mean, how long's Golden State's run gonna last? Too, you got to look at Steph but, signed,
0: Durant signed, uh, okay, Clay. You still got Clay for another what one one I don't, year, I another don't know. year after this, okay? Right? So so they're built. That's, that's that, three. That, I
1: understand. All I'm saying is. I, I will put those three up against Golden State's big three. No way. And I'm not I'm not scared. And it comes down to the other players. I'm not saying that they look, these things happen when you have superstars and superstar players, they do superstar things in superstar times. All right, I like that. Superstar things and superstar. So LeBron James. I, I want to do superstar. things. Se- LeBron James <laughs> seven straight finals. Now I don't care. I yeah. Say what you want. Is he enough? No, he can't be gold. I don't care. Seven straight NBA finals, and you put that on top of Simmons and Embiid, who are carrying this team to what they're doing right now, and then
0: you add him onto the roster. Yeah, but you have to you have to flip the script a little bit, right? So and real fast, the Twitter bowl came in fifty seven percent yes, forty three percent no. So the eh, the Twitterverse is a little jaded as well. But you have to flip the script a little bit. We have guys on this team, right? JJ Reddick, Robert Covington, guys that are getting paid to be starters, and and it should be bench players. You bring a guy like Bron, and I'm just going to throw it out there. You got like Bron and PG thirteen, okay? You bring Paul George here and LeBron. Now you're you're delegating these guys to the bench, a bench that will be strong as hell when these guys come in. That's how Golden State won, okay? When they brought in guys, you know, like Livingston, okay, guys that can hit those shots, okay? When they brought even um, oh, I can't I, I I can't even think of his name, the the, the center. Uh, it, it's losing my mind here. Even Javale McGeeley. I mean, this guy because he was just. They used him for every ounce of talent they could get out of him, okay? So, all I'm saying is, I think the piece is there. Obviously, I, I do we at least agree that we, we, we want LeBron? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, at least we agree on that. I, right.
1: Put it this way. <laughs> I mean, and I know most of Philadelphia Nation is still hooked on the camaraderie in the locker room of the Eagles. I don't think... LeBron James coming to here with him, working with Simmons as he did, Embiid with his personality, I do not see any locker room issues. I mean, what the Eagles did with their locker room this year was extraordinary. You know what I mean? Oh, Just, was. That, that was not something you can't say, oh, can never disrupt the locker room. Don't bring any new players. Don't bring in talent because, uh, the you know, you're and become too rigid with not making change, with a, afraid to mess something up. When you got a chance to go and get one of the best players in the league, if it makes sense and it ain't burning you down the road, you go and do it.
0: I, I agree. If you sit back I, and just agree. wait
1: for things to happen, you know sometimes your window comes and goes. If you don't make that run, Pittsburgh Pirates, three years in the playoffs, they never made a splash in the free agency to take them over to Hump, and what happened? Three year window open and it closed. Sometimes you just gotta go. If you got the chance to get a guy that's a difference maker and the
0: health you know, LeBron is—he's more than a difference maker. You know what I mean? You go and get him. I agree. You go man. and get him. I agree. And the funny thing is, it's not even about the locker room. You mentioned that, and I'm listening to the people call in, and I'm listening to the people. Uh, you know, I'm watching the tweets and the, and the texts go on, and and their their main concern is they feel like. You know LeBron is going to take away from everybody else. You're goddamn right he is, because he's the best player in the world. Okay, whether you like him or you don't, he's right. the best player in the world. It, it, right. He's going to command an audience. Yes. Okay? And he
1: could do whatever he but wants. But why is that
0: a bad thing? Right. right. Why is that a bad thing? And, 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 and here's an interesting thing. And I think uh, one of the guys mentioned. I, I forget. Forgive me. Uh, it was in nine seven five. Uh, actually, I think it was like Reese on WIP, said, you better believe that at times, if LeBron comes here, at times the Sixers will trump the Eagles in popularity and they will they will take over sports radio at times. And I, I honestly agree, which that's unheard of. I don't even think AI did that when we were on that 2001 run. I don't even think he overtook the Eagles' talk. I'm not sure, but I think that'll happen. I think people may be scared of it. I'm not sure why. It's not a big t- listen. We're all winning here, man. That's what it's all about. Philly's on an upswing. We're talking about LeBron James, right? We're talking about back-to-back championships. We're talking about Flyers team that's won ten in a row. Okay, just won a shootout on a, on a third on their on number three goal that they just traded for. Okay, we're talking about the Phillies. Young, talking about getting a guy like Jake Arrieta, maybe, maybe contending for a wild card. It's a good time to be a Philadelphia fan. No disrespect, Mr. Pirate, Mr. Steeler over there, Mr. Penguin. My black uh, and gold still looks better. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it's a good time to be a Philly guy. It really is. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. I agree. Flyers have been rolling. And, again, we talk about so many so many different things on this show. We I, I like to say, uh, everybody says four for four, right? And they say four for four because they go, obviously, the big four, right? It's basketball, it's football, it's hockey, and it's baseball. Uh, today, I think we might go five for five, okay? We talked a little baseball, right? We talked a little NBA. So we took, ba- took a little football, okay? We're going to get to fancy talk in a minute. But I'm going to talk a little goth real fast. I'm going to throw a little goth action out there, okay? Only because it, 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 it's just something, listen, when you're a sports fan, we when you're a sports analyst, you know, enthusiast, whatever you want to call it, you know, you're constantly reading, looking for stories. And you look at guys that you may relate to in your early prime years, right? So I'm pushing 40 now. I'm going to be old man. So, uh, you know, my 30s, in early 30s, I was living in the Tiger Woods dream, okay? Tiger Woods took over the PGA. He took a sport to levels, that were never heard of. Never thought to be there. I mean, I can remember. I never watched golf. Ever. The big, the, the most thing I ever remember about golf was Payne Stewart's outfits. Chi Rodriguez smoking cigars. Okay. And uh, John Daly being a drunk. Uh, okay. On the court. That's all I remember. Okay. Until Tiger Woods came on. And then we had... Tiger Woods made the video games, made golf cool, right? You had the playoffs between him and Lefty, him and Phil, going head-to-head. I mean, on Augusta, watching him walk down to 18. I mean, this was this was primetime TV. And then, boom, right? It hit the Tiger Woods saga. Whether it be with the wife, whether it be with the family, whether it be with the caddy, whether it be with the other golfers, the injuries, what have you. Tiger Woods, I really think, after this weekend, may be back. And the reason why I say this is because we have to remember something. This guy is only forty-two years old in golf. That's prime. You still got ten easy good years left. This guy is real close to breaking every record ever in golf. Okay, he might be real
1: close to breaking
0: his back too. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good point. But I but now I'm, I'm gonna throw some stats right. So you talk about the back. He had a 128 mile per hour swing. 128 miles per hour. Okay. He hasn't seen that since 2013. Okay. He's back, dude. Third round of 69. First time under 70 since 2013. Okay. 14 birdie putts in the third round. Listen. His odds went from 100 to 1 to 16 to 1 for Augusta one month away. I really think that. You're gonna watch something special here. I think Tiger's back, and I think everybody better look out. And I'm only saying this because it could be history. Every time he hits that green, and, and to me, he might be back to must see TV. He really does.
1: I mean, I I hope he comes back. I don't think he's gonna perform at the level that he did.
0: I listen. I you know listen. He, he was the first guy to hit three hundred yard drives. Okay, is he is he gonna do that with frequency? Probably not. But he's doing it, yeah. What, what was it? I was I, I was looking at the mile per hour. I think it was a three hundred sixty-one yard drive, dude. That's insane. They, they, listen, the guy had some help. You know, obviously, he had the skeletons in the closet. Okay. We we all know that it is what it is. He had some issues. He worked. Everybody has issues. Okay. He worked past that. Then it was the physical sense, right? Well, so we, we hope he worked past it. I mean, it, it, this I is think how, he's okay.
1: Well, put it this way: This is how many years? How many years has he? Had, did, has it been since he's fallen off? I understand. He keeps trying to make a comeback. Keeps trying. I mean, we're, he was we're never not-
0: ready, though, man. He was never
1: ready. Well, and I'm you not. You could see. You're him. right, and I'm not positive that he's ready now. Now I see. You could put the swing mile per hour on there. I I believe. <laughs> yeah. That, what do you? What I do you, believe you kill did, my my little statistical no, research no. over here. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> but I believe his most recent. He had back surgery, right? Yes, sir. And they actually fused like the backbones together or something, which to me, I, that's good that he feels great and everything, but. I mean, long term of the torque on that back. I mean, it it could take one swing for a twinge to happen, and then oh, you know, sure, that stuff that, to go that can happen to anybody. It can, but I feel that he's prone to it. I'm maybe I'm it's a, my I'm excitement as a fan. Yes, that's probably what right. It is. You always get excited about all these, but not nah, this the no Michael and Jordan of golf. Right? Yeah. This is
0: the Michael Jordan of
1: golf, dude. Yeah, this is. Yeah, We're like, never going to see this again. Yeah, like when he tried to play for the Wizards and stunk.
0: Yeah, but no, <laughs> stop. That's
1: exactly That's, what this is. No, not. exactly what this is. is not, no, exactly it's
0: not. You watch. You're the best. You, you watch. take
1: a hiatus, you come back, you ain't squat.
0: Vegas knows. Okay. Okay, Vegas knows.
1: I'm not saying he might.
0: I am. I am by no, no means
1: not saying that he can't win at Augusta in a month. I am
0: not saying that. That is that is Listen, fully within the realm. I don't of think he wins Augusta this year, but I think he makes it interesting. I
1: don't think he ends up a top five golfer at the end of the year.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say at Augusta, he finishes third. Okay, I think he's gonna be in the leaderboard at least for one round. I think he's gonna lose it in the third. That he's going to regain some form, and I think he'll finish around three at the end of the year. Top seven, no, no red shirt on Sunday. top seven, no red no re- <laughs> shirt, no red shirt. <laughs> now he'll make the cut. He'll be okay. I listen. I, I just get enamored with him, and I just think that I, I'm waiting for that that next moment because I, I I really I want to see him. I want to see him don that jacket again. You know, I I really do because I think you know he he went through a lot. And we all go through things. We can all be speculative. And we all can kill everybody for all their shortcomings and you know, all their you know, their abusive mentalities or their drug addictions or alcohol addictions or with him I guess it was sex addiction. But um at the end of the day, hey man, it is what it is, we all got our issues, right? So I'm just saying I want to see this guy play golf and I think he's back and you know what? T V D. We'll see. <laughs> I, oh, I like watching him play. I hope he is back. You know what I mean? I, I did, think yeah, he is. We'll see. So we're talking about rankings. Top ten. Okay, that's a good segue. Uh we're gonna talk a little fantasy, a little fantasy baseball. Um, John's been in all my ass recently to get this uh and I promise you it's gonna happen this week. Uh we're gonna throw some invites out there. Uh go follow us if you're not following us on Twitter yet. At the heat ratio, go give us a follow. Okay, we're gonna throw some instructions out there. I'm gonna tweet it out. I'm gonna tweet it out on, on at the heat ratio account. We'll tweet it out on John's Twitter account. I'll tweet it on my Twitter account at Tikatelo23 at John 36 which is John's. Okay, whoever wants to get in, obviously there's gonna be a limit. Okay, Uh you know I'm not. so What do you think, John? We we doing 12 teams? We doing 10 teams? I don't know. At Ten or twelve. Okay, I mean, it'll I be ten pre- or twelve. I, pre- I
1: prefer twelve, but we'll see. I you know, to to for some of the people that don't go as deep into the player right. pool, it's, exactly it, like you know, it may be a little yeah, more fun yeah, to have a shallower yeah. for you guys. I don't want like a
0: ninth outfielder, you know what I mean? That's like picking a flower guy at selling, you know, them fake flowers for Valentine's Day. But um I'm looking at you know, when I I go on ESPN – and I just go in there because I, I I relate to guys like Carabell and Colcroft, okay, just guys that I've always researched and, and watched, and now and, you know maybe we throw Coker in there, that triple K's, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, maybe someday <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. But um, I, I thought it was interesting. So I you know I printed out they had a mock draft, uh, it was just actually yesterday, uh, and I, I printed out the first two rounds. And the one thing that stuck out to me, and, I, and I'm going to throw this, this segment's going to be more John than me because he's the analytic guy over here, and I'm more of, like, the show guy. I picked the guy with the, the neat little uniform and a nice swing. But um, Mookie Betts at three overall, I'm a little surprised at that. Am I right to be surprised? I mean, I don't know. I mean, just for everybody list out there, you don't have it. So, obviously, it goes Trout, Altuve, right? And this which, this and you e- have argued. This was the ESPN mock this draft. This is ESPN right? mock draft, okay? Uh, I, I'm not sure. It might be Roto League. Okay, it okay. might be a Roto which maybe yeah. that's why Mookie Betts wow. is there. Okay, because it goes top five. Trout, Altuve, Betts, Turner, Arenado. Um, Goldsmith at number eight. Harper number seven, uh, Carlos Correa nine, Chris Bryant rounds it off at ten. Charlie Blackman in the middle there at six. I'm not sure about Mookie Betts at three. I'm not taking him at three. I mean, I think he's maybe ten, maybe thirteen, he's, maybe
1: fourteen. He's probably uh, he's probably he's about a end of the first round, beginning second. I mean, I I got him sitting at eleven. I can see him perform up to like maybe an eight, but I don't see taking him over. Some of the other guys. I mean, I'm definitely not taking him over Arenado, Goldschmidt, or no probably Trey Turner or Harper.
0: No, I completely agree with you. I mean, I I don't understand the logic. I mean, I I love Carlos' career. See, I love and, Carlos' career, and
1: like, I, the things that stood out to me really on the plus side in terms of value, Goldschmidt falling to
0: eight. You is, love you some Goldsman. Oh yeah, I, John was man crossing is, all goals today before this podcast He
1: hits for average. He chips into stolen bases at the first base position. Dude's a thirty run thirty home run hitter every year. I just I'll, I'll take him any day. fills out the whole stat sheet, but to have have him fall to eight that that kind of stood out to me. I mean, I will say there was yeah bets. Bets at number three, I felt was too high. No, to what picked you said, picked by Carabel
0: too. Yeah, Our to what Carabel. you
1: said, Carlos Correa. I, I think that's too high for him there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's ah, oh,
0: come oh on. no. There's there's guys that I'm taking before him. He's, Why? I love I, I love Correa. I do. I mean, I, like I know he him. had a, he was injured a little bit last year. I like but. him
1: as a player, but I don't look at him as a first rounder. He's more towards the end of the second to me, because you got. I mean you got you got Rizzo, Chris Bryan out there. You got Machado, okay. you got Votto, you got I mean there's a bunch of I'm guys. Not, I'm
0: not, I'm not taking Votto. Well, Sorry. Hey, all he does is perform. Not taking Votto.
1: But I I I think Correa is a little high at 9. The only other one that I also thought was high was uh Francisco Lindor yeah, he and out at 20. I, I mean, I don't I, know. Well, we... I got him down at 30, which isn't like that bad, but I'll say who who wasn't taken in the first two rounds, and I'm just throwing some names out there. Brian Dozier, who perennially hits 30 plus home runs out of the second Dude, base position. You I'm can't just, I'm,
0: draft him high.
1: I'm not saying that you could draft him high. I'm just saying I'm I picked some players out of position. Freddie Freeman got to get some respect up there. I in like the second Freddie. round. Nelson Cruz hitting 38 to 40 home runs. Every single year. I mean, how many more years is he Fifth rounder. Do? Don't know? Fifth rounder. Edwin Encarnacion, uh, same thing. Fifth rounder. George Springer, Josh Donaldson.
0: I love Springer. I'm
1: just saying, there's a lot of guys. Well, that...
0: you're right, and that brings us to the pitcher run. Okay, so so people yep. listening out there, so you mentioned some good names, but there was a big pitcher run, okay, in the second round. Start we start. Second. Off Kershaw, Scherzer, Kluber, Sale. Okay, four boom, 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 boom. Four aces. Right. Which in my mind, as always, I, I always told you, I love pitching, right? So you have this guy start you know, Tristan Colcroft, he gets Goldsmith at eight and he gets Kluber at thirteen. That's a nice one to pick right yep. there. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. So, you know, my whole can my whole thing with Stan. I, I don't I think that's too high. Fifteen overall for Stan. I don't think Stanton's going to perform the way everybody thinks he's going to perform this year. Just my opinion.
1: I, I like Stanton right right about there. Uh, yeah, I'll, I have
0: no problem taking him there. I mean, the only thing is... The but health... then you take him over Judge. Yes. So Judge is taking it 18. Yes. So you think Stanton warrants a pick above Judge? Judge, he, he has that shoulder injury that he's supposed to be okay, but he
1: just came out the other day and basically said, while he's hitting, he said, it's not going to be... 100% until opening day. Oh, he and has to say that. Yeah, but if I'm a player and that's what I'm saying. He's just I'll,
0: covered himself. You know that. Well,
1: That's good. He could say whatever he wants. <laughs> if he has even a twinge in the preseason, I am not taking a first round or my second round play. I mean, at some point, yes. But I'm saying that knocks him down a few spots for me, Judge. Because I'm, I don't want to hear shoulder talk for a power hitter in February or March. I don't care. I don't want to hear It's a
0: two-game it. season now. It's a long season, man. I understand. And, and you these know guys what? going to yell all the time.
1: And a lot of these guys play every single game with that shoulder injury, and they come out with 27 home runs when they're a 40-home run hitter. I mean, you never know how it's going to play out. But I'm just saying, oh, I'll still take Judge. But – Stanton, I think he's hitting 50 dingers in. Wow. 50 dingers, obviously. Can we record? I'm writing this down. Go ahead. 50 the dingers. Only, the only caveat, and I mean, you can say this with anyone injury. He's always, every single year, I, I don't care if he's in Miami or where he is, when he plays, he's always on pace for at least 50 homers. The issue is the injuries prevent him from getting
0: the at bats. No, what scares me is the soft tissue injuries with him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, and and I, and I will say, think about it, and I, you know, I'm not that guy that gets all hyped up every time there's a change in the next next biggest thing. But just think about that pitcher's park in Miami, and now he's going to New York. Oh, I get it. With that lineup around him, what? the only thing that <laughs> stops him from not performing up to where he's drafted is His injury. Injuries. And that, hey, last year was really the first year he was not had. A significant downtime because no, you're right.
0: I actually had him on my so, team last and
1: that's year. what everybody thinks. Oh no, he played the full season last year. Well, yeah. What about the three or four before that? You know what I mean? Dude's missing 200 at bats plus. You know what I mean? That's that's like over a third of the season, half of the season he's missing. So, yeah,
0: no, I agree. I, I agree. So, you mentioned, <coughs> excuse me, you mentioned the um, you know, guys that are supposed to be 40 home runs, 45 to hit 27. So. Brings us to a little sleeper breakout. So I haven't really looked at this too much. I leave this up to you. I'm gonna give you a little run. These like, last five minutes here, but give me a couple sleepers, guys, can look out for. Maybe just throw two at me. Tell me what you're looking at. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna
1: keep it positional wise. Okay. Because I'm, I, you know, I, I like doing things by position and really getting, you know, things are so fluid. And if you get too caught up on, you know. Especially when we're talking the top 10, the first two, you know, the first round or whatever. Look, you could lose your league in the first two rounds, but you can't necessarily win it. They're all stellar players. All right. I'm going to go with from first base and third base. First base, I'm going with Matt Olson as a sleeper. Chris Davis, not with the K, with the C, okay. who hasn't performed, but hey, he's still got a shot. Ryan McMahon. Depending on what the situation is at first base in Colorado. Third base, I'm going Mikel Franco with a thirty Uh-oh. homer season. Kyle Seeger is slow and steady. I think he's not getting draft. I think he's falling in drafts. So I wouldn't call him a sleeper. He's got six six straight years, twenty homers. Bus, I'm going with two. And like I said, I like performance. You ain't gonna like this one. And I shouldn't even it's
0: not you know. Give me one more. Let, give me one more. Come on, give me one, one more. One more, what? Just give me one more name. We're up against the time. Give us one more. Raphael Devers. All right, you hear it, babe. I, I'm sorry. Dude, we, we, we never, we always lose here. We just, we, we're going to have to make this show two hours. I, I, I want to give John, we're going to let John open the show next week I give him a little more time to talk. I feel <laughs> bad. I got to cut him out. But again, real fast, thanks for listening. Follow us at The Heat Ratio on Twitter. Follow us at, if you want to send us an email, at the Heat, Ratio, uh, the Heat Ratio at Yahoo.com. Again, I'm Tony Cotillo at TCotillo23. My co-host, John Coker at PGHJohn36. And as always, thanks for following along. Please subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Tune in. We're everywhere. Follow us, like us, get at us. Have a great week. Take care.